Today's podcast is brought to you by Audible.com. Get a free audiobook download and 30-day free trial at www.audibletrial.com slash ectoplasm. There are over 150,000 titles to choose from for your iPhone, Android, Kindle, or MP3 player. Thanks a lot, Audible. What's up, everybody? Welcome to the Ectoplasm Show. My name is Josh Hurd, and joining me is my partner in crime, Mr. Jason Koopsik. What's up, bro? I'm excited to kick off our new endeavor. Well, expansion of our endeavor here. I am, too. Like I'm, I'm really looking forward to this. So, for those of you that don't know, we have decided to, uh, to up the ante a little bit here. We are going to be doing two Ectoplasm Shows every week from now until they boot us off the airwaves right <laughs> we're, <Yeah. laughs> we're gonna uh we're gonna do our damnedest but what we decided is uh you know on on Fridays or whatever when we normally have the ectoplasm show we'll, we'll still do that in the exact same type of format um Uh, More or less, you know, having a topic, discussing it, and things of that nature. But then we decided, you know, um, on Tuesdays we'll drop another show. And that one will be more of kind of like the paranormal current event type things going on, you know. Um, Which I'm, I'm super excited about that too. I think, you know, we only have about 45 minutes uh, to an hour to usually... uh, get in as much as much as we possibly can on any topic um and some topics obviously we'd like to talk about uh, a little longer but such is life i guess (laughs) now i i gotta say as we record this it is sunday evening and the weather is pretty craptastic outside or it's about to be craptastic. I know it's really cold, and I know we're supposed to get like six to ten inches where I'm sitting. I think. What are you? What are I'm you guys not supposed gonna... to get that much? Oh, we're gonna get dumped on. Now you said it's already sleeting where you're at, correct? Yeah, but it's only supposed to be about three inches. Oh, that's shit. Yeah. Okay, so we're gonna get. That's we're not gonna, shit. We're gonna get crapped on over here. You with your your three inches, damn it, damn it! I I don't like the snow, I don't like the cold, and every year I go through the same thing in my head. Why do I live in Iowa? You know, if I don't enjoy the cold or the snow, what the hell am I still doing here? And then I always go back to the fact that it's cheap. <laughs> <laughs> It's very cheap to live here, so that kind of answers that question, I guess. Oh, my gosh. Now, um, getting into... Oh, wait. I, I, I wanted to plug this real quick, okay? Because I'm super excited. I spent all morning today in front of the computer, um, which kind of sucks sometimes. But for the past like two weeks now, I have been trying my damnedest to put together a new website. Um um, if you guys have been listening to the show since the beginning, um, my, the first co-host that I had was Myron. And Myron actually designed my website initially. But then I came out with like five more books and started making film and, and things of that nature. And I wanted to incorporate everything into one website. So it's more or less like a one-stop shop type place, you know. And so you can find all of my books, all of my films, and uh, a lot there also about, like, the Ectoplasm show. Uh, if you just go to joshherd.net, then it's it's kind of uh, been revamped. So I, I was on the phone all morning in front of the computer all morning. 
uh, with the the people at GoDaddy, <laughs> and uh, they helped me help me through the obstacle of launching the website. So it was uh, interesting for sure. So, have you ever done any of that crap, man? I I have in a way. I've never done code. I well, no screw code. More than basic code. <clears throat> I honestly, I cannot do code at all. So. I have the entire like Adobe suite on my uh, on my computer here. Now, one cool program that they have is this Muse, this Adobe Muse, and it's exactly like Dreamweaver, where you can just make a website from scratch. But instead of using code, they've eliminated the code, and it's more or less like a drag and drop type thing. And then from there, you can customize it however you wish. It's it's yeah, pretty that's, amazing. That's pretty much the same kind of thing that I use, except for I use an online one. Right. Um, right now, I have three active websites, but in the past, I've had as many as five, you know, five to six active websites at a time. Wow. That's and it, it's nowadays it's pretty simple unless you want to get something that blows people's minds or you're trying to do something different. A basic right. website of putting yourself out there is not too difficult to do these days. You know, and I I didn't necessarily want to like blow anybody's mind or anything. I just wanted them to be able to find my shit <laughs> in one yeah. centralized location. Because I, I do a lot of stuff. And so obviously, you know, it's fairly bare bones at this point, but I wanted to launch it. I wanted to uh then obviously be able to add more to it. So I have everything in place, I believe, in order to do that. So lots more to come. I know that. But if you go to joshherd.net, then you can find all the fun stuff. And you can uh, follow us. That's my name dot something. You should. You know why? Like, you could get it pretty cheap. Like, no, I know. Uh, nobody else is going to use it. Because uh, nobody else has uh, your name. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> So how come you went with net instead of com? You know, I will tell you because I, I initially, uh, it was uh, it was a bonehead move on my part. I, I will be quite honest because I wrote the book and then I put out the book and all I had was a Facebook account and a Twitter account at that time. Uh, and it kind of sucked because... <laughs> Somebody went and apparently noticed that I had written a book and didn't have a website, and they bought the song, bitch. <laughs> they bought it. So for the low, low price of $3,000, I could have joshherd.com. Or, you know what you could do? <laughs> yeah, you know what's what you that? You could do. And I know another podcast that has done this, and it paid off for them. Yeah? You could go to GoDaddy and have them. It's free. Yeah. To set up. To, if that domain becomes available, you'll be the first to know. Oh, that's a good idea. So if, if that person decides to, oh, it's not worth hanging on to anymore and doesn't renew it, right? it'll be open to public to buy it again for their low price of like on GoDaddy. And they actually, you know, I've been fairly impressed with them, their customer service in particular. Honestly, they, they've helped me out quite a bit in the past like two weeks so well and as of right now we're not getting paid by GoDaddy, so you can trust what we're saying about that is that. very true although i might bring that up the next time i call i'll be like hey <laughs> <laughs> oh my god <laughs> you need to get danica patrick on the show yeah right there you go <laughs> i'll be like hey go back and listen to episode 68 because the first 10 minutes we're just pimping the crap out of you guys <laughs> oh my gosh. But no. So let's get let's uh let's get right into this fun stuff here. Uh more of the uh the paranormal uh I don't know whatever you want to call it, current events, I guess. I found one. I found a story that was really really cool. And it's insanely long story, but I so I'm not going to read it all. But I am going to give you the uh the gist. And it's out of uh Clancy, Montana, okay? It says, for nearly two years, Dr. Richard O'Connor has kept two cameras pointed at the sky uh, with the deep hope and belief that something might be out there. Now, those cameras that have been pointing, they're more or less like the, the field or the, the trail cams, you know. Um, 
and it's you know, obviously motion detected and things of that nature, but he snapped over 280,000 photographs with these two units, um, which seems like a ton, you know, especially when you have to go back through all that. Um, but here he says, uh, O'Connor's findings of what he believes to that are two unidentified flying objects has set off a barrage of email exchanges, uh, some of them angry, in the community of UFO fans and experts. Uh, this happened on November 4th, around noon. Uh, his cameras captured five photos of something flying through the skies of Montana that's hard for some to explain. It appears to be a light source, uh, O'Connor said. In my opinion, even a hardened skeptic would say, wow, that is what I expect a UFO would look like. Um, but his discovery has sparked some debate, leaving the doctor to find his own photo experts to determine uh, what his cameras may have captured. Now, let me, uh, I'm going to see back over here. Does it say in there what type of camera it was? I don't believe so. Or the system that's used uh, to set up? It might be in here, but I don't see it. And I've already read through it, and I don't remember reading that, but it says, The answers to this mystery remain up in the air. O'Connor comes by his fascination with UFOs honestly. He said that for more than 25 years, he was friends with uh, Jesse Marcel Jr. Now, for those of you that don't know, Jesse Marcel Jr., um, perhaps best known for being a longtime doctor in Helena, uh, O'Connor now retired worked as a anesthesiologist or whatever but anyway so marcel this marcel uh whatever been been known for uh something that happened to him when he was just a child i think he was around 10 years old uh in new mexico in july of 1947 obviously with the uh, the roswell crash so his father uh Major Jesse Marcel was sent by his base commander to investigate the crash of a UFO on a ranch outside of Roswell Army Airfield. He loaded uh, some of the wreckage into his vehicle and drove it home to show Jesse Jr., who was, like I said, 10 at the time. Now, they couldn't make sense of what they were seeing, according to Marcel Jr.'s September 1st, 2013 obituary in the Helena Independent Record. The U.S. Army Air Corps issued a press release saying a flying saucer was found, but then, you know, the public uproar forced them to retract the statement, and they called it a weather balloon. But, I mean, it's kind of cool that he was, uh, I mean, he's friends with the the son of the guy who recovered all of this wreckage. I mean, so he's obviously had a fascination with UFOs and things of that nature, most likely since his youth. Then. So he was friends with the son, not the right. Son. No, he wasn't the son. He was he was friends with the with the son. So, but yeah, I mean, interesting stuff. So, regardless, there are people out there. There are tons of people actually that have seen these photographs and analyzed these photographs. Uh, some are saying that it has not been tampered with in any way, and even uh, O'Connor here is saying. What we see in the photograph is basically taken directly from the camera, put onto the computer, and uploaded. That's it. Um, it hasn't been you know, tampered with in any way, shape, or form. And a lot of experts out there would agree with him. It doesn't appear that anything has been done to the photographs. Um, there are some others out there, though, that say the exact opposite. So it's kind of a game of who do you believe at this point, you know? I, it, it's it's very hard for me to tell. Looking at the photograph, it's very hard for me to tell if it's a fake or not. But it does appear that there are two unidentified flying objects. One of them is very clear. The other is far, far, far off in the distance and more or less looks like just a a beam of light. I'm looking at it right now. What do you? What are your thoughts? <clears throat> this is from the Great Falls Tribune. Yes, and it says on here. That they were. Um, where did it go? They were motion detection cameras. Correct. Now, it's so it, like, 
I know for a fact, like, out of the 280,000 photographs, I know for a fact that he got a lot of, like, birds and probably squirrel tails. <laughs> well, like yeah, that. but I mean, I, I have the picture, the picture that I see here, and unless it's cropped, it just has clouds. It doesn't have, like, any trees or or anything else. Now, something could pass in front of it, but one thing that I know about cameras, yeah, they, maybe too. they found a way to, to change it, is that even the clouds moving by would, would set this that. thing off, so yes. there would be that many pictures. Just ton. constant. I don't know. Now, I do believe that this is the only photograph that has this anomaly in it, though. Does that make sense? So, yeah. and I think, I mean, at the max, those things would fire off, what, one second pictures, probably, a picture per second, probably? Now, I don't know how these are orientated in the sky, but right. I can say that there's nothing but the sky in the picture. But on the picture, it has um, words on there that are like the uh, description words. South camera. Um like at the top, it has the yeah. Date. Bottom it says South Camera. The top it has the date and the time. It also now, it looks has the like, time as twelve noon. Yes, and it now, also if this looks was like pointing anywhere southerly. It would probably have the sun in the photo. It's very it possible. That's very possible. It does because say South Camera. Because the sun camera. would be straight up and down, but not straight up and down in the sense of right above you, because it's the middle of it's in November. Would be in right. the southerly part of the sky, and if this camera is pointing south, like it says, you would think the sun would be somewhere in there, unless the time is not right on the timestamp. It very well could be the time is wrong, or maybe the south camera isn't necessarily pointing south. Maybe I, I don't know. Maybe and it's like, just in the southern part like of the, the south state of the building. Right. Exactly weird though it's hard to say and i i'm not saying I, no those no. pictures you can't you can't say one way or the other what do you but think I, what do you what are your thoughts on the actual photograph itself does it look like those images or has been like superimposed into the image itself does it look fake well, all i have with me right now because i turned the wi-fi off on my tablet is okay. on my phone and oh yeah um it's really small. There is a weird glaze over the center of the photo. I see that too. Like it's through glass or something. Almost like a glare mm-hmm. of sorts, that, but very faint. It could be something, a, a light source bouncing off of the front piece of glass of the camera. It could be. Um, it maybe well the be. kid heard all these stories and said, well, yeah, I might not be the guy's son. But I have him as a connection. Maybe I can right. get my name out there by showing this. I don't. I don't know. I don't want to no, say one way or the other. But there totally are feasible. possibilities. You know, the UFO field right now yeah. has been having a lot of problems, a lot of fakes, a lot of this, and a lot of that. You know, anybody can make anything now just on their phone. You know, and I think that's half the problem is we have so much technology. <clears throat> excuse me, just sitting in our pockets, you know, and there's a lot of people out there that just aren't honest <laughs> about it. They're looking maybe for 15 minutes of fame. I don't know. Yeah. And that's why in this whole field, I think even with this stuff, yeah, it's an interesting photograph, but you have to see to believe in this world. Absolutely. Let alone the paranormal field. Right. Absolutely. So yeah, I've seen stuff close to that actually. With my own eyes. Sure. So I could say, yeah, maybe he caught a real thing. But even, like, I don't expect people to believe what I sh- what I catch and show them because they weren't there. Yeah, it's like a big uh, location joke, you know? Yeah. You just had to be there. <laughs> it's one of those. Now, uh, did you come up with anything uh, noteworthy, newsworthy? Yeah. Actually, is it pretty sexy? This is the headline from the UK Daily Mail. Ooh, uh, in the last week, <gasps> NASA used Santa Claus as a code name for three UFOs spotted during the lunar landings. What employee claims? What? 
What so the this lady. Hell? That's awesome. I'll just read some some clips from the article. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Three flying saucers were spotted on the moon during NASA's lunar landings, according to the bizarre claims of a former NASA contractor. In a video testimony, Donna Hare says the space agency covered up a series of UFO sightings that they codenamed Santa Claus. Hare claims she was told by numerous sources, sources which she does not name, about three UFOs that landed shortly after one of the moon landings. Wow. And she also went on to record to state that agency erases anomalies from pictures before selling them to the public. During her time NASA at NASA, she was employed as an illustrator and a photographic slide technician and received many awards for her work. That's all Whoa. public um, knowledge. <laughs> she claims that she was forced to airbrush photos. You know, some of the photos that I've seen are blatantly obviously airbrushed and I only say that because I've I've only worked very very briefly with Photoshop or anything like that but I mean it has clearly been tampered with I mean anybody could see that you know and some of them are very very obvious so well yeah and she also claimed that you know they were all threatened and the other employees were really scared at the time. Damn. And they, she even remembers some people having to burn photographs that they couldn't change. Things like that. That's ridiculous stuff, man. That's crazy. <laughs> so, yeah, NASA. And, well, that kind of goes towards, I mean, the other story is ludicrous. But like, it might not be. But it also, there was a story, I think I talked about it on here. Yeah. Some time ago, mentioned it. I know I talked about it on my radio segment. Yeah. The NASA employee that was taken as a slave, a sex slave on Mar- on, on the moon. That's hot. In the 80s. I do remember and that. She, and, and NASA <laughs> was threatening her and, and all this other stuff. So it sounds like the same tactics, at the very least, that they used to try to silence both. Man, that's just crazy stuff going on, though. Crazy, this lady, crazy stuff. According to what I was able to find, she did actually work for NASA. Well, that's awesome, though. At least, I mean, at least she's not just blatantly lying, you know? Because that would not be, yeah. Some people would absolutely do that, though. Oh my god! So let me let me find this here. I got another one pulled up here. Okay. If you want me to go, yeah, ahead. go yeah, you pull please. that up. I'm still trying to find my other one. Yeah. All right, this comes go. from inquisitor.com. Okay. Posts of suicide made that haunts Oklahoma City Hotel prompts Lakers guard Lou Williams to check out. Oh shit. <laughs> and I'm gone. <laughs> so this is from the uh I think this is how it's pronounced. The Skirvin Hilton Hotel in Oklahoma City. It is a high-end hotel where Scurvy. most teams that come in there to play different sports, professional level to even like high school level, have stayed there. <laughs> and there's a ghost in there named Effie that, Ooh. according to the lore, the the story... Effie was an early 1900s housekeeper to the Skirvin who fortunately got into an affair with the hotel owner, W.B. Skirvin. Whoa. The affair got Effie pregnant, and Skirvin, apparently not much of a gentleman, locked Effie the maid inside of a room on the 10th floor of the hotel. Holy After crap. having the baby, Effie went crazy and jumped out of the window with her baby in her arms. Damn. Now... This is a well-known haunted location in Oklahoma City, and he isn't the only one, as at least as far as athlete, that has claimed <laughs> to be run out. By, well, he's the only one so far that they know of that left because of <laughs> Effie. That is great, too. I love it when people leave detail. early. Yeah, he didn't go into detail as to what happened, but in 2010... Both Jared Jeffries and Eddie Curry of the New York Knicks 
said they stayed a sleepless night and was terrified by the same spirit. Whoa. Now, this I guess this is a well-known claim down there, and they even, even like the, the Oklahoma Thunder, Oklahoma City Thunder, that's the name of the NBA team, even down to college and high school teams say that they um, credit a lot of their big upsets and a lot of their big wins to Effie the Ghost. Whoa. Screwing with their opponents before they play them. That is amazing stuff, man. That is so freaking cool. I want to go stay there. I want to yeah, stay there like now. Too. I wonder how much it costs. That's what I was just wondering. You want to go halvesies? <laughs> sure. <laughs> it can't be too much, right? Well, I guess it could. Yeah, Oklahoma bullshit. City. Nothing against Oklahoma City. <laughs> Well, we got to get our asses down there first, man. That's what sucks. Ugh. So here. We have so many places we need to go. Yeah, I know, dude. I tell you. Piles we, up. We have to go to so many places. And I think, honestly, we might as well just take the ectoplasm show with us. Wherever we go, whatever we do. Like, I have it set up now. It's very mobile. This This whole setup can just move with us. And it can fit in a backpack. So I think it could work. Oh, I, I forgot to tell you. Santa Claus was very generous to me. <laughs> yeah. And every week I look at you on the screen here as we are having our discussions and you have the microphone stand, the boom yeah, microphone stand. I did. I got a nice. microphone stand that booms it clips onto my desk or whatever and then the arm just booms down or whatever it's gonna be amazing i can't wait i cannot wait it's nice yeah we're yeah it's gonna be uh it's gonna be a lot of fun so i don't have to necessarily worry about what i'm doing with my hands as much so i don't not crap around <laughs> hey at least you don't have to hold the phone anymore oh my gosh yeah that was uh yeah, I'm just glad that we got that we got that out of the way. <laughs> but I think the uh, the quality of the show, you know, at least the the audio quality went up from that point on. So, but uh, I I want you to uh, listen to this one. I found this and didn't necessarily believe it, but it says uh, this has to do with uh, the Queen, the Queen of England. Okay. And every year, you know, the queen makes uh, kind of like a Christmas address type thing. And for the most part, it's very, you know, I don't know. It's, it's, it's She's just basically wishing everybody a, a Merry Christmas, Happy Holidays, and here's to a great new year, yada, yada. It's like a, a canned response. Uh, use the term, quote, canned. But yes. Something that they have in the can they read every year. Exactly. And for the most part, it's it's, you know... Uh, but this year, apparently, the queen dropped a bombshell while filming her annual Christmas message for the BBC, hinting at deep personal regrets over the murder of Princess Diana, a BBC insider claims. Now, it says, clearly troubled, the queen says, quote, she knew too much. So... The Queen asked her subjects to understand that the royal family simply did what was necessary to ensure their own survival. Senior BBC production staff and palace advisors scrambled to then cancel that take, uh, but not before the Queen expressed dark fears that this will be the last Christmas on Earth because malevolent forces much stronger than her own are stalking across Europe, gaining ground every day. And here's another quote. I hope you enjoy your final Christmas, she said bitterly before the BBC staff. Under strict orders from palace advisors, canceled the take and sent junior staff on an early lunch. Uh, later in the day, the Christmas message was then obviously redone. <laughs> the second take proving less troubling to the establishment. So, crazy stuff. Obviously, that's that's something that we're never going to see. I watched the whole, I think it was like eight, nine minutes long 
of her address and I watched it and there was absolutely hardly any like doom and gloom at all you know within it um it was all very I'm the queen and life is grand and shit like that <laughs> you know what I mean but, I um, have <clears throat> three or four thoughts on this no but I was gonna say because you and I had a, a conversation about this now you mentioned that the Pope has said something very very similar yeah I'll actually get into that in a second. Okay, I want to yeah. Kind of go in order from. The yeah, please do, please there. do. One, the Princess Diana thing. Yes. I heard a few months ago, actually, it may have been on Phenomena Enema, our buddy's podcast. Yes. I'm not quite sure where I read it, but if this is true, if she did say that it was Princess Diana's murder, this wouldn't be the first time I've heard. Somebody claimed that she said this. Yeah. Okay. There's been another time in the past where she was in front of people and claimed that she was murdered, that Diana was murdered, and she knew about it. Do you think she's just getting old and just doesn't give a shit anymore? The, the second... Well, one of the other thoughts I had was... My, okay, so I love my grandmother, but she is absolutely losing her mind to old age. <laughs> she doesn't know things from other things she tries to eat stuff that's not food <laughs> she Stop. she mistakes things for people and people for things just all kinds of crazy stuff and i actually joked about it the other day when we were going over to christmas i told my wife that <laughs> what are we gonna do if she tries to eat her presents and i was just joking about it but this stuff uh, this stuff happens to sure. old people that it absolutely does. about crazy ideas and thoughts yes <laughs> but that being said, all the stuff that she said, I've heard before from other people, not elderly people. Now you, so yeah, she could just be ranting. She could just be out of her mind. But I've heard, and you mentioned the Pope. Yes, I, 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 I read this. I didn't hear it from the Pope's mouth, from the horse's <laughs> mouth. But. I've heard that recently the Pope, in a statement, said that this would be the last Christmas as well. Why the hell are they saying these things? This actually goes into something I wanted to do a little rant at the end of the episode about, but I might as well go how into many, it How many now. beers have you had, by the way? I've had one. I've Damn had it. One. You need like two more this beers. This is something that... <laughs> this is actually something I was planning on bringing up on whichever the next show was going to be. Okay. And so, to preface this, a thing that I mentioned to you about the Pope. Yes. And people can look this up. There's actually a person named Father Malachi. I'm gu I'm guessing without the notes in front of me, it was a few hundred years ago that he was alive. And he wrote a little snippet about the life of every Pope that had taken place before him and after him. They were almost like Nostradamus-esque snippets. They weren't direct things about them, but they were little, like little two-line things wow. that pertain to each pope. It's pretty outstanding, and too. He probably, from what I remember hearing and reading about, he got at least ninety plus percent. Damn right. man! They could tie each little quip to each of the popes. Wow! Now he wrote that the pope that we have now, the current pope that we have now would be our last pope the church the catholic catholic church's last pope now, i wonder if that, means, that what you will see it, it can mean um, so many things does that mean okay catholicism or organized religion as we know it will will crumble you know well, or I'll does be, that I'll, just mean um, we're done like a lot of people are going to read that and be like oh that's very doom and gloom shit we're done World okay, so I'll get into my rant. My, that actually wasn't my rant. I'll get into my rant here in a minute, but I'll I'll, I'll continue with the the uh, the the queen thing real quick. Yeah. Now, she also stated that Europeans, as they know it, won't have a life the way. Basically, they won't have the life the way that they did before after next year. Okay. Isn't that basically what she said in there at the end? Yes. Yes. Now. She could be, and it could wipe out Catholicism and the Pope there, anyways. This incursion of Muslims 
and Middle Easterners into Europe could be the beginning of a war that wipes everybody out over there, even here. Sure. That could be what what she is referring to as well. Wow. And it very well could be. It very well could be. That's just nuts, though. I had never, just side note here, I had never really heard anything to suggest uh, a conspiracy of sorts, though, when it came to the death of Princess Diana. I had well, never I mean, heard there, anything there were, like that. I'd, I, that's one thing that I haven't looked into a lot. Right. Since that I look into conspiracies a lot, I have heard them. Yeah, I have heard them mentioned even back then. Yeah, I didn't care when I was that whatever whenever she died I didn't care that it happened I was young I, but I, I was already intrigued by the con- conspiracy world so I heard people mention about it even back then there was claims of murder and conspiracy sure. and stuff wow you know what I do remember about that day I remember my cousin Darcy got married that night it was a Saturday night and me, being the young, prepubescent little shit that I was, I was infatuated with Saturday Night Live. So I programmed my VCR to record Saturday Night Live, and then I was going to watch it and enjoy it when, uh, when I got back from the wedding. And guess what I found when I got back? Nothing but news rec- like news reports of Princess Diana's crash and ultimate demise, and that's literally all that the tape was. So I was quite disappointed. <laughs> that's I've got what a I couple remember. other news stories here if you're interested in them before we run out of time, and then I'll oh, go yeah. into my rant. Then I want you to rant, though. I want you to rant your ass off. I'll, I'll get into that in a few minutes. All so right. here's one that I found from Mysterious Universe. Which is a podcast, if people don't know about it, should check out. And yeah, it's, it's also, cool. they also have a website where they release articles and stuff. So, panic hits Indian village as many see small alien. What? Residents of Indian village of Bolyar are in panic after many of them witnessed a small strange being wandering around in the night. In this case... Strange means the being is the size of a small child with a human face that speaks in an unknown language and sometimes runs on all fours. Did they see a toddler? Uh, I don't know, but (laughs) one of the first witnesses said she felt she was being followed at night. The follower was this child-sized creature that chased her into her house while shouting an unknown language and then ran into the forest. Screw It always happens at night. The only other sound it makes is a loud crying sound, but like super loud crying sound. And now they haven't seen it since they started having all of the male villagers patrol the area of not at night. They haven't seen it again. I'd be done. But the way this thing moves, I'm guessing they would probably realize it if it was a little kid that got loose. Yeah, that fucking scares me, though, man. <laughs> That's, Just picture a little I don't kid want running around. Kids are scary, man. <laughs> on all fours, not, yeah, not right? just running around regularly, and then like, and then like screaming around at you, on all fours, screaming, and, screaming and speaking, you. actually speaking in a weird <laughs> language that they had never heard. I keep, I keep like picturing like Steve Carell right now, going. <laughs> <laughs> It made me think of the Dover Demon, which wasn't yeah. necessarily human-like, but it was a small like creature that stalked people at night. Screw it. Oh. Yeah, that's bad news, All man. Right. No. <laughs> more nightmares Here's one to more. come. All right. Evidence. This comes from Epic Times. EpicTimes.com. Okay. Evidence of ancient nuclear explosions on Mars, says scientists. Whoa. Mars has a high concentration of gas isotope xenon-129 in its atmosphere. Xenon-129 is produced by nuclear reactions. The surface of the red planet also has an excess of uranium and thorium. 
says these conditions are likely the result of two large anomalous nuclear on Mars in the past, says scientist Dr. John Brandenburg in a 2014 paper titled Evidence of a Massive Thermonuclear Explosion on Mars in the Past. He says if the reactions weren't natural, the implication is that intelligent beings artificially caused them. And even if they were natural, is this something that could happen on our planet? And we don't even know about it. Wow. Because there definitely were these nuclear explosions on the planet, according to what we know about nuclear explosions. Damn, man. That really makes you think, doesn't it? Damn. Yeah, because, I mean, it's kind of damned if you do, damned if you exactly. don't. Either they screwed up their planet if there were <laughs> there were creatures there before and bombed themselves. You ask outside, a lot. Of, yeah. yeah. And you ask a lot and of people and that the people that were there before is us. It yeah. was us before. And then, it, or it could be something from outside the solar system coming in and using nuclear weapons or the other thing that's probably scarier probably scarier at least to me is that it naturally happened there which right all others most scientists say that mars used to be a planet like ours exactly and if it naturally happened there what's to say it won't naturally happen here damn so there, there's one more thing to fear for us, guys. Yeah. <laughs> the planet is just going to fucking blow up one day. <laughs> Damn it. Oh, that is freaking nuts stuff, though. I like it. I mean, it's kind of spooky, but I like it. I enjoy talking about this shit. I really do. I don't know. Are you ready for some more doom and gloom? Yeah. Did you Did you take another drink, though? I, I, I got like, another drink right here. Right. I want so you, I want you feisty. I want you feisty and randy when you do this, all right? Yeah. Let's do it. <laughs> and this kind of goes towards the last week's topic episode of conspiracy stuff. Oh, yeah. We need to stop uh, focusing on all our petty little bullshit in this world. Because there a is. Lot. A known, scientifically known, dangerous thing out there in our solar system that doesn't care what color we are. They don't care that we're fighting each other. They don't care that we love everybody even. Comets and asteroids have been hitting this planet. Right. For thousands and thousands and millions of years, and it just hasn't happened on a large scale in um, what's considered written history. Right, right. There has been some out there, like the one over Russia a couple years ago that blew up before it hit the ground. Mm-hmm. The one over Russia in 19, I think it was 08. Sure. And then there was one that hit off of the coast of South Africa a few years ago too but just a few days ago a couple of weeks ago well within the last two weeks a massive six mile meteor asteroid passed our planet at only twice the distance between us and the moon Whoa. and they didn't know about it until it was already by us shut up they wouldn't they didn't have had know? any clue if it would have hit us. If they didn't see it coming. They didn't they know? Didn't, no. What the fuck were they doing? Now, what I they would doing? be very surprised if the government doesn't have some sort of contingency if they find something. Yeah, that's a good I point. Don't, I would be very surprised if they don't. That's a good point. Or at least study it. But I definitely don't think that enough money is going into it. And I definitely don't no. think there's enough public push for it because people are more worried about every little day things which I understand I have everyday little problems too but people are more worried about their petty little crap right than they are about something striking the planet there are even things on this planet that could kill everybody that are overdue for happening sure super volcanoes dude yeah yeah they just found another one that's overdue as well I think it it was off the Philippines shit so but no, you're absolutely right. People are are 
very, very consumed with their day-to-day, as, as we all are. You know what I mean? We all are. I get that. But at the same time, that is the last thing on our minds, I think, is a gigantic asteroid coming into our atmosphere, just smacking the shit out of us, and just obliterating the entire planet. People don't think well, about shit get, like that. You know, I get that most people, including myself, well, I don't know if I include myself in it, but I, I understand that most people believe that there would be absolutely nothing we can do about it. And I don't think that's true if we were to actually put into it what needs to be put into it in pre- preparation for it. That would totally agree. There are all of these models that are showing that all of these new comets are coming into our solar system. And that it's a possibility they might knock something towards us even if they aren't coming towards us exactly over the next few years and if the pope is saying this is our last christmas and the queen of england is saying this is our last christmas and this malachi said you know hundreds of years ago this would be our last pope and even in oh. ghostbusters 2 february 14th of this next year is supposed to be the Holy end of the world according shit. to the peter venkman show that's right that crazy lady that was on there. That was so funny. And I know that. I, I will say yeah. this, though. Let me just say this about Ghostbusters, okay? I've been a Ghostbuster fan since I could fucking breathe, I think. Now, it was funny <laughs> because if the if the world does end before, like, before the third Ghostbusters movie comes out, I will be thoroughly pissed. Like how people are acting with the whole Star Wars thing now. Ghostbusters is my Star Wars. Okay? So don't fucking See, don't fucking take this away one. from me. Don't fucking take this away from me. <laughs> Fight for the world, Josh. Come on. That's right. We can do this. Damn it. I want to see Melissa McCarthy. In a, in a jumpsuit. I, even, I wrote a paper about this exact rant in high school. No kidding. This is something I've been thinking about for a long time. There's there's just... There's too I mean, much. I understand out of sight, out of mind. And I understand yeah. well, what why people... people don't want to think about that stuff. Or think it couldn't happen even. But it's going to happen some point. I think so, too. And in all honesty, you have to think about, like, just the world in general. Just Earth, okay? And how how vulnerable I think we really are. I mean, we are just floating out there in space. I mean, we're like a fucking... It's like a bubble, man. <laughs> just kind of floating out there in, in space. And I honestly, I think that we have been damn lucky thus far... Uh, because apparently a giant asteroid was just supposed to pass us uh, Christmas Eve as well, wasn't it? Yeah, uh, that one they actually. Well, you know who? Didn't they actually? They know, knew about that one, I think. Yeah, but the uh, okay. So, so guess who I heard about the one that missed us from? Oh, who? Well, that I mean, they all miss us, but the one yeah. that we didn't see until it actually went <laughs> right <laughs> when it was too fucking late. <laughs> Yeah, that would be Clive Lewis on, oh, what's the name of his show? He does a show like Coast to Coast, but he's a conspiracy theorist. That's right. who I learned that this thing was from, not Seriously. from the news. Yeah, and not from the news. Um, Sons of bitches. This is actually something <laughs> that he is starting to push really hard on as well. So if everybody out there wants to... It's a good thing to push. Yeah. I mean, honestly, because, uh, I don't know, man. We, I, I would think we would have to have some kind of a plan in place. Personally, I would think. Well, that. that's, and that's with the whole conspiracy thing. There probably is a plan in place, but only to save the people that put into it that money worth, wise. Or yeah, sure. People that are like worth that. saving. <laughs> the arc of the planet, or whatever. Sure, sure. It's so fucking funny. I love it. I love it. And I hope you guys have uh, enjoyed this show. And we're going to have another one, obviously. We're going to have another one coming up for you on Friday. 
so stay tuned for that. Every episode drops at 6 o'clock in the morning, Central Standard Time, here in here in America. So, um, you know, we've actually, we have been getting a lot of people that have been reaching out and all that fun stuff, and a lot of people... Uh, not here in this country, which is kind of phenomenal. And for that, I, I want to thank you guys for uh, for finding us, for reaching out to us, things of that nature. It's freaking outstanding to, to meet you guys, uh, digitally meet you guys, or whatever you want to call it. So it's outstanding, and I hope you're enjoying the show. And if you guys want to reach out to us, please do so. Uh, ectoplasmshow at gmail.com. Or you can find us at Ectoplasm Show on Twitter or The Ectoplasm Show on Facebook. Check us out on joshherd.net. We're all over the damn place now. I love it. I friggin' love it. And we're only we're only getting more and more. So I'm working on a another deal right now. So we'll we'll see what happens. We'll see. <laughs> but anyway, how how are you doing on your beer over there, buddy? pretty good i'm doing good i'm just thinking about how everybody needs to get over their petty little crap <laughs> you're just like sitting there stewing that's great to wait in the show <laughs> more doom and gloom <laughs> all right if anybody out there has any awesome news stories yeah to us we talk about them on the show you know or if you have like really cool personal experiences that you would be willing to share with us i would love to hear that shit too i would love to hear that so definitely reach out to us. Let us know what's up. Let us know how much you uh, enjoy the show or how much you hate the show or whatever. <laughs> but anyway, we will uh, we'll be talking to you guys very, very soon. Peace out.